Open your Bibles up to the book of Acts chapter 2 real quick, and then we're going to jump over to 1 Corinthians 12, which is our main emphasis this, this evening. Now, when the day of Pentecost, verse 1, had fully come, that's right now, that's today. Now, I know I've said this uh, 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 so many times this week, but I know we need to hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it. I always heard that there's a window of heaven over us, and when we eventually obey it, God opens and, and, and that's it. That is not the way it happens. Three times a year, there is a window. Three different windows. When we know about that window on Passover, on Pentecost, and on Sukkot, uh, uh, the Feast of Tabernacles, which is the time that Jesus was really born, that then that window opens up for us at that moment, at that appointed time. Everybody say appointed time. Yeah. On that appointed time, and when we respond, then that window stays open over us that whole year. But here's the good news is the glory of the latter house. So it's not only going to stay open over you all year. It will be bigger than ever before and it'll never run dry from this. This is the year of new beginning and the anointing of God. Amen. Okay. So the day of Pentecost had fully come. They were all with one accord in one place. Now, let me just stop there real quick. We've always been taught they were in the upper room. They were in the upper room hiding. But Jesus commanded them, don't you leave what city? Jerusalem. Why? Because that is where you're to be three times a year for that window to open up. And so they came out of that room. They came out of that room. They weren't in that room for 50 days. They weren't in that room for 50 days. They went in there to hide, but then they were in one, they were in one place in one accord. What? Well, you got to read the original transcript. They were in the house, the house of God, on one accord. What? The day of Pentecost. Okay? God pours out a spirit, just like on Mount Sinai, lightning and thunder. Verse 17, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. This is the reason for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is to give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding in business, in life. But it is also to bring the supernatural power of God into our lives and through our lives. Your old men shall dream dreams, your men servants, your maid servants. I will pour out my spirit in those days. They shall prophesy. I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and uh, vapor of smoke. Uh, the sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon into blood before the coming, the great notable day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. On that day, 3,000 people got saved and baptized and filled with the Spirit. 3,000 in one day. Verse 22, men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know, him being delivered, determined the counsel foreknowledge of God, uh, have taken by lawless hands and crucified and, and, and put to death. So Peter is telling them, listen, Listen, reason we're here 
is to be a testimony of who Jesus Christ is. They were cut in their heart. And we talked about this on Friday and Sunday. That circumcision of the heart. To become a child of God before Jesus, you had to be circumcised in the flesh, the blood. You had to be baptized to break the curses. And then you would receive the wisdom of God. But Jesus said, tarry in Jerusalem. The Holy Ghost fell. They recognized it. They were circumcised in their heart. How many are glad we can have a spiritual circumcision? Amen. And then they got baptized. And then they received the Holy Ghost. All right. So, so... So God began to confirm who Jesus was through the disciples, through many signs and wonders. All right, now let's go over to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and this is the main thing tonight that I want released through the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost into your life right now. In this room, there are prophets. In this room, there are prophetesses. In this room, there are teachers. In this room, there are apostles. There are gifts of miracles. There are gifts of healing. But watch this. Two things have blocked the Holy Ghost. Three things have blocked the Holy Ghost. Number one, our lack of understanding. Nobody told us we're leaky vessels, and on the day of Pentecost, when we bring a first fruit, he'll refill us. Nobody's told us to come back to our Jewish roots. The other thing is foolishness. We've, we've allowed foolishness to take the place of the demonstration of the power of God. The third thing is pride. Today, God is going to release gifts. But what God told me to emphasize on you is that as God begins to give you prophecy and word of wisdom, and word of knowledge, and ministry, and signs and wonders. Those gifts are not to make us famous. Those gifts are to serve God's people and for him to get all the praise and all the glory. Now, I don't say this to be rude or or self-righteous or anything, but in, in the church world, it, we we have we're, we're leaders are acting like they're Brad Pitt. We're not movie stars. We're servants of the Most High God, and we're servants of God's people. Now listen to me. It, God knows whether you'll get cut up in pride, caught up, caught up in pride, and if you will, it, why do you want the gifts? Do you want the gifts so people will see you? Or do you want the gift so God can heal children of leukemia and God can deliver marriages? We do not have another generation. Now, I'm giving you this prophetically. As I'm about to teach in the gifts, we don't have another generation that God will pour out his spirit. And all of a sudden, they think they're something. And we think we're hot stuff. You know, we got preachers you can't touch. We got preachers. And preachers need to hear this. And I'm not being self-righteous because I got into it for a while too. You know, we're guarding the preacher. Don't touch the anointing. Jesus never had people keeping people from touching the anointing. Pride comes before a fall. If you're going to be used in this last outpouring of the glory of God, it is number one, so people will see 
that our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is the God of the world. And there's no way to get to him except through the door who's Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. It is not to make us famous. It is to make him famous. Can I have an amen? And the second thing, it is not to make you a big shot. If you're going to be, if you and I are going to be used of God, he who is the greatest is the least. And the servant of all. We have got to break this curse that is on the church of these people thinking that there's something special. God used jackasses before. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so if God will use us, he is looking for the least likely. Because so God, when God uses people like us, they will know it has to be God and not man. When God told Moses... To build the temple, or the, excuse me, the, not the temple, the tabernacle in the desert, we use the word tabernacle, and in, 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 in Hebrew, that's almost an insult, because the word tabernacle comes from the Latin word tent. So when in the original Hebrew, it is not tabernacle, it's mishkan, and the word mishkan means the, the, that, that, that God says, build me a mishkan. And I will be your neighbor. Now watch this. It, 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 the word mishkan means the indwelling. God says, build me a mishkan so that I can live amongst you. Now, now think about this. The word mishkan is the same root word for Shekinah glory. The same word for Shekinah glory is the root word of neighbor. So the, the, so the, 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 the tabernacling or the living, God living with us is the same word of God's Shekinah glory is the same word of neighbor. That's why Jesus said, no, speaking to Jews, if you say you love God and you don't love your neighbor, then I'm not going to be your neighbor. I'm not going to have my Shekinah glory. And so if we don't have God's Shekinah glory, where God comes in and stirs the water so he can supernaturally touch people, we get a stick and we fake the stirring. God's about to get the stick out of our hand and put the spirit back in the water so we can give him the praise and we can serve his people. Can I have an amen? Do you understand this? Okay, understanding this. The, 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 the infilling, and remember I said, remember I said at the beginning, that in, in the desert it was a tent. It was a moving. God moved with the people. Think about the most, the most ministries today. Most ministries, and I'm not saying this put anybody down because I went through the same thing. Most ministries are removed from the people. Then God said, build me a house, and you come to me. And they came on the day of Pentecost. But now that stationary temple is gone. And God is looking for movable tabernacles again that he can put his Shekinah glory in. But it's conditional that we love him and we love our neighbor. These two are the same. Can I have an amen? 
Is that a deal? Are we willing to do that? Pride comes before a fall. We're stirring the water because God, God has given us the Azusa revival. God has given us the Welsh revival. And men and women have taken that and thought, man, aren't I something? And we need to remind each other to God be the glory. Now, now listen to me. You got to hear what I'm saying prophetically. God doesn't have another generation to go through. He said, okay, I'm going to remove it again. Let this generation be gone. Bring another. We're going to see the coming of the Messiah. I am a thousand percent convinced. That means God is looking for a people that he can bring his neighbor spirit, his Shekinah glory spirit, his indwelling spirit. Matter of fact, the word Mishkah, Mishnah means, means uh, 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 his spirit of, of uh of rest. It's the same word on the seventh day God rested. Menuhats, the same word. So God says, I will bring you my indwelling, my rest, which means I will bring you my victory. I will bring you my healing. I will bring you my prosperity. I will think about it. Almighty God said to the people, just less like you and I, build me a place. I want to live with you. So if God was humble enough, if you could use that word, to want to live with us. Ministry's got to do the same thing. Is it a deal? All right, let's get the anointing then. Let's release it tonight. Look at 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols however you were led. You know, the, the, the original translation of dumb idols, it, it, it's, it's a, it, we really don't have a translation, but, but one that's the closest is religious foolishness. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant because you know that you Gentiles were carried away to religious foolishness. Let's get back to the real thing. Amen? However you were led, therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Now what does that mean? Well, that means that God builds a team in order to conquer the enemy. A general doesn't defeat the enemy. He's got to have sergeants and privates and captains. He's got to have pilots and tank commanders and, and, and milit- uh, um, what are the infantry and all these other things. So what we got to realize, we got to get away. Yes, God does give us leaders. Yes, but we got to get away from the mentality that it's a superstar thing. It is not a superstar thing. It is a team thing. And when we get the gifts of the team, how many of you are time you heard in sports, one guy can't win the NBA champion. You got to work as a That's what God is saying. Same gift, same ministry, same Lord, same spirit, but different gifts. But the manifestation, there's the word, the manifestation of the spirit, the demonstration of the spirit 
is given to each one for the profit of everyone. For to one is given word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another word of knowledge through the same Spirit. Let, 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 me, let me stop right there. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge. All of a sudden, you begin to see things. You walk, you're, you're at work, and you meet somebody, and all of a sudden, you know things. And God shows you things so that you can minister to that person. And that person says, how did you know that? And it says, because God loves you so much, he sent you and I to meet. When I got saved, everybody knows the story. I got saved and, and, and came in a drug addict and, and, and got saved. But a lot of people don't know that about six months later, I went through a terrible battle, terrible battle, to one day that I stood, it, it, this thing hit me, and I stood in the street and I cursed God. I cursed God. And I said, that's it. I'm quitting. I'm backsliding. I'm going back to St. Louis. And I saw God. I never saw him above here. I saw God as I'm yelling. I'm saying, you know, and I'm mad because I don't understand what's going on. And I'm a babe in the Lord. And I saw God sitting on a throne. I saw it as plain as I'm seeing you. And I can remember this day that his, the arms of his throne were curved and his hands were over that, the curve of his arms. And at, when I was out of breath, God spoke and didn't say, this is what I'm going to do. This one. He said, all things work together for good. I didn't even know that was in the Bible. And I was going to leave and, 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 and go back to St. Louis. But we were starting a revival in the church. And I said, that night, I said, I'm not going. And, and, and I was sitting at home, and I look at it, and I said, no, I don't, I don't have a television or anything. I said, well, you know, church has already started about an hour ago. I'm going anyway. So I walked in, little bitty church. I walked in uh, about 80 people in the church at that time. And the, the evangelist, the, the visitor was preaching. I walked in and started sitting. He goes, uh, son, come here. God just spoke to me. And he said, he began to prophesy. And he said, before your mother's womb, I called you to preach. And he said, I know what you've gone through today, but I say to this, all things work together for good. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the inspiration in Hebrew, it's called the inspiration of the voice of God. Folks, I'm telling you something. We don't need another sermon on another church, on another corner. We need God's people to begin to move in divine inspiration. And when they see the power of God through you, and they're going to know that God cares about them. Amen? Amen? Word of wisdom, word of knowledge to another faith by the same spirit what's the gift of faith there's no way i can get in all this what's the gift of faith all of a sudden there there are some people that just have faith there are some people just have faith man they just everything's half half full you need to be around those people i have a gift of faith i i I live by romans 8 28 all things work together for good what satan meant for evil god will use it for good i'm not going under i'm going over i have it when you got faith, I'm telling you, people may say, you know what? I don't want none of your God. I don't want none of your church. I don't want none of your religion. But when the enemy comes in, they're going to call you. There are people in this room that tonight God is going to fill you with supernatural faith. And when you pray, miracles are going to take place 
because it's going to be faith as you've never had before. Somebody say faith. Faith. We've all got a measure of faith. And it's all going to go up another level. But there are people in this room right now, you're going to have the gift of faith. Every one of us can lay hands on the sick and see them healed. But that doesn't mean we have the gift of healing. That means we got the Holy Ghost. Every one of us has got faith. We've all been given faith. But tonight, God is going to give people the gift of healing. Tonight, God is going to give people the gift of faith. And you'll know what one. And some will have more than one gift. All right, we gotta, we gotta, let's, let's move on. Okay, to another, the gift of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, interpretation. Let me stop right there. Let me stop right there. Every one of us can have the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speak with tongues. But there is a gift of tongues. There's the baptism that's for everybody, but there is a gift of tongues that in your prayer, all of a sudden you're going to be praying in the spirit. Your tongues will change and all of a sudden you'll go, and that's why Paul said it's good to have tongues, but pray also for the interpretation. It is like a gift of prophecy. Yea, thus saith the Lord thy God. And you begin to prophesy exactly what God, you, that, that, that tongues, that gift of tongues that will come up in you is a sign to you that God is about to give you a prophecy. Now let me tell you something. We, we, you, you, need to, you need to grow in this and be covered in this. Don't go around prophesying everybody. Yea, thus saith the Lord thy God. God told me you're to marry me. That's a false prophet. And we'll be watching. Say amen. Discerning, another discerning of spirits. I have that discerning of spirit. I don't know if you're a fake or not. Boy, I didn't get a whole lot of amens on that one. <laughs> to another, a different kind of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. But one in the same spirit works all these things, distributing each one individually as he wills. For as many as the body is, for as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, having all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. And then it goes on to say, should the foot say to the hand, I am no need of the other arm or the ear or whatever or to the eye. And so what is he saying? We are, think about this, one will send how many fleeing? Two will send how many? Just think what 800 or 8,000 of us will do. We're a body jointly fit together. We're a body jointly fit together. And when we begin to function as that body, giving him all the praise, giving him all the glory with one in one accord for one reason, 
to shake the world and to touch God's people. For one, for the day of Pentecost came when they were in one place and in with one mind. What was that mind? To shake the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not to become famous, not to become this or that so we can have the spotlight on us, but we can get the spotlight off of us and onto the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And this is the night it begins. Can I have an amen? Gifts of the Spirit, gifts of teaching, gifts of revelation, gifts of knowledge. We break that spirit of pride. We break that spirit of foolishness. Amen? We release the gifts of the Spirit. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk through you. And I want to ask you as I touch you and you touch me, and I want you to receive your gift of the Spirit. I want you to receive your gift of the Spirit and let God begin to develop that. Now listen to me. You got to learn to walk before you can learn to run. So don't think, you know, what, but you'll begin to feel things. You'll begin to sense the presence of God. God will wake you up. A lot of people come to me and they say, Pastor, why? I'm waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning all the time. How many have noticed that? You wake up three o'clock. You know why that is? That's the hour of prophecy. The hour of prophecy. God's going to begin to wake you up. God's going to speak to you about things in the business world, in the spiritual world. But I want you to receive tonight Pentecost. Amen. Father, release your spirit. Anoint them in all manners of business. Anoint them with the fruit of their harvest. Anoint them with the gifts of the Spirit. Father, we lift this up to you as you reach into your people and plug their feet and fill them with your Spirit to overflowing. Let the anointing begin tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on out in the aisles. Come on down. And let's. We're just going to walk through you. Just reach out and grab. Just reach out and touch. Father, we receive uh, the gifts of the Spirit, the anointing of God in Jesus' name. Lord, release it right now. In the name of Jesus. Just reach out and grab me. Just reach out and touch us. Father, we're coming in agreement right now. They were all in one accord, in one place. I release the anointing of God. Just reach out. Just reach out. Come on. We're family. Don't be shy. God, I release a double portion of the anointing in the name of Jesus. God, give them gifts of wisdom, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, gifts of healing, of miracles. God, gifts in the business world, gifts in the, in the in, in inventions, inheritances. Just begin to sing. Just sing along with Bobby. Just begin to worship. Father, in the name of Jesus, Sanada, double portion. Father, begin this right now. The outpouring of your spirit. In the name of Jesus, Sanada, Father, in the name of Jesus, release your anointing. In the name of Jesus, 
Father, we welcome the power of the Holy Ghost. We welcome the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. Father, we welcome it on your people. Raise up prophets and prophetesses out of this place. Raise up businessmen and businesswomen that'll be the head and not the tail. Father, raise up men and women with gifts in this church that will give glory to God. They will give all the praise and all the glory. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, release in Jesus' name. Release in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, raise up pastors, raise up ministries, raise up evangelists and missionaries. God, that will go into the world with signs and wonders and miracles. Raise up young people, God, even at seven years old or 14 years old. Raise up prophets and prophetesses. Father, release in this house, release in this place the gifts of the Spirit in Jesus' name. Release people into ministries that they were called to before their mother's womb. Release into people the anointing that they've been waiting for. Release in them the anointing they've been praying for. Father, release up elders, release up leaders in this place. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Father, release your anointing, your spirit. In the name of Jesus, Father, every man, every woman, every child, Father, I break every curse that is in their homes, their families. I break every curse. I release the anointing of God. Let young children begin to see visions. Let people begin to have dreams. Father, let them begin to feel your presence. Let them feel the power of God. Father, I release the manifestation of angels in people's homes and in lives. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, on these young people, I release pastors. I release prophets. I release prophetesses in the name of Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, Father, I release the signs and the wonders and the miracles. I release divine inspiration. I release divine anointing. Father, I release angels that are ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation. Just reach out, reach out, reach out, reach out. Reach out, reach out, reach out. In the name of Jesus. Father, I release inventions. I release anointing to do business. I release the miracle power. I release young women to become prophetesses. I release young men to become prophets. I release the dreams and the visions. God's supernatural manifestations. I release daydreams and night dreams. Day visions and night visions. Father, I call children that have been lost back into the kingdom. I send the angels of God out. I release the anointing across the sea in Iraq, in Iran, and our, and our husbands and our wives. I release the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the anointing of the Spirit, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the manifestation. I call men back to the ministry. 
that have a call of God on them. I call people back into the school of God. I call them back into the temple. I call them back into the house of God. In the name of Jesus. Father, I release the gifts of the Spirit. I release signs and wonders and miracles. I release word of wisdom, word of knowledge. I release prophecy. I release the gift of faith. I release the gift of miracles. I release the anointing that will raise young men up to be the voice of God. Raise women up to be the voice of God. In the name of Jesus, let there be a refilling. Come on, lift your hands up and give him praise. Father, we replug that leak. We repair that vessel in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Father, there are prophets in this house. There are prophetesses in this house. There's gifts of the Spirit. There's anointing. There's unction. Father, there's miracles. There's signs and wonders. Father, I release it right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let the fire of God come on your hands. Let the fire of God come in their hearts. Let the fire of God come out of their lips. Let the fire of God be in their minds. up your hands. Father, I break every curse. I break every spirit. And Father, let this night in individuals and in this body and those who are watching by stream across the world, Father, let this be the beginning of Pentecost. Let there be a miracle releasing of your spirit in every vessel that is calling out to you right now. Father, in every home, Father, I release the manifestation of angels. You said we have ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation. Father, I say tonight that people will begin to see dreams and see visions. I begin to, I, I speak, God, that people will have breakthroughs, miracles in their minds, in their finances. I call children home to the house of God that have been lost and away. I break every spirit that hinders. Father, let the words of every person in this place become words that are prophecy, words that are anointed. And Father, we vow tonight that we will give you all the praise and we will give you all the glory and we will be your servants and you will be our God. Father, we say now, open that window in Jesus' name. Now somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Lift up your hands. 